For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is former Houston Rocket player Joaquin Hawkins with Cody Davis, and we are the hosts of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. Before we get started, we want to tell you guys about Aurora Nutrascience. It's a health and nutrition product that helps you get the vitamins needed for a healthy lifestyle. These are three of the vitamins that I currently take. Exoflex. It's supposed to help out with joint pain. Curcumin works like Advil and it's good for inflammation. And vitamin D3 improves overall health and assists with strong bones and teeth. To try these products and more from Aurora Nutrascience, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. Again, go to VivaLifeScience.com and use the promo code ROCKETS for a 10% discount at checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, with another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Houston Rockets reporter for SB Nation, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. On today's installment of Believe in the Rockets, I'm going to take a look at three young prospects that the Houston Rockets have on their roster who I'm actually hoping continue to be on their roster moving forward. One of the guys, due to his contract, I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten, he has a, what, 90-95% chance to be a part of this organization moving forward. But the other two guys, they are on two-way contracts, one of which is on a 10-day contract. And I'm hoping that both of these guys do make a return to the Houston and Rockets as well because ladies and gentlemen look we are entering the first stages of a rebuild and unless the Rockets get lucky and draft a generational talent or they are able to use the draft picks that they acquired in that James Harden trade nine times out of ten this is going to be a very long and very painful rebuilding for the Houston Rockets. But before we get into all that, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to let you guys know that this episode today is brought to you by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all news, scores, and odds, and it's the best place to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
But as promised at the top of the show, there are three guys I would like to highlight. And these are three players that I'm actually hoping the Houston Rockets keep on their roster beyond the 2021 season. And the three guys who I want to talk about today is Kenya Martin Jr., Kyrie Thomas, and Armani Brooks. Because when you take a look at the last six games, and you're talking about six games where injuries and the turmoil has continued to derail this organization, and yes, this is an organization that's currently on a six-game losing streak, these are three guys who have really caught my attention. And folks, by the way, if you are still watching the Rockets and you are holding on and you are hanging in there as one of the worst seasons in franchise history wraps up, these last three games, please keep an eye out on these three guys because when you take a look at the final score of the, of the last six games, and a lot of them look like that they are blowouts. The final score, nine times out of 10, do not and does not tell the story that at one point or another, the Rockets were in the game. And at one point or another, the Rockets actually looked like they had a small glimmer of hope to win another game this season. Let's take a look at the Portland Trailblazers game for an example. Their last game that took place on Monday night. In the first quarter, the Trailblazers made 12 three-pointers and scored 50 points in the first quarter. And ladies and gentlemen, like like many of you, I thought for sure that that was a sign that CJ McCollum was probably going to go for a career high 60 points and the Rockets were probably going to lose by 50. But they made it a game. And at one point, midway through the fourth quarter, they fought all the way back and was down by only seven points. And yes, when you take a look at the final score, 140-129, you might say to yourself, man, where was the defense this game? What was the Houston Rockets doing? Was it one of those games where they was down by 30 and they came within 11 points during the last seven to six minutes because the Trailblazers had pulled most of their starters? No, that is not what happened because every single time the Rockets made it a game, it's a little bit unfortunate that Damian Lillard CJ McCullen and the rest of the Portland Trailblazers decided to go on a run to extend their lead back up to 13, 14 points. But in that game, you were able to see two guys on this list who show that they not only has what it takes to actually have a future in this league, but they also is part of the reason why I am hoping that they continue to be at least help lay the foundation to a rebuild. And that's Armani Brooks and Kyrie Thomas. And let's start with Armani Brooks, who scored 18 points and connected on six out of his nine shot attempts from downtown. This guy is a sniper. In every single game, he looks more and more confident in his ability to go out there and not only play with some of the best players in the world, but he's holding his own. Over the last three games, Armani Brooks is averaging 18 points while shooting a blistering 46.7% from behind the arc. And this is a guy who was on his way to New Zealand following the conclusion of the G League bubble. 
And what I like most about Brooks that he isn't afraid to shoot the ball. And ladies and gentlemen, let me be real with you on this. If you don't know, now you about to know. The Rockets are by far one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. And part of the reason why I want to see the Rockets keep Brooks is because A, not only is he a proven three-point sniper, but we are starting to get a sense of how Kevin Porter Jr. can play. You put the ball in his hands, and let me be the first one to say, I admit I was wrong. At times, he does look like a miniature version of James Harden. And part of the reason why James Harden was so successful in Houston and part of the reason why he is still successful in Brooklyn today is because the organizations have always surrounded James Harden with shooters. And that is what the Rockets are going to have to do in order to help Kevin Porter Jr. reach that next level, let's say reach an all-star level and in the potential that he truly has. One way that he can do that, he has proven that he can be a proven playmaker, which means they're gonna have to surround him around shooters which also means it's going to be in their best interest to keep brooks beyond this season now he is a free agent and on monday he was actually asked about the possibility of getting with his agent and signing a contract extension this upcoming offseason and brooks gave the normal political answer saying that he isn't worried about um, a contract extension right now he's only worried about getting better getting stronger and improving his game to continue being an NBA player beyond this upcoming season. The other guy that I'm actually hoping gets another opportunity to play for the Rockets beyond the 2021 season is Kyrie Thomas, who has only played three games with the Rockets so far. But this is a guy who can actually, you know what Kyrie reminds me of? And ladies and gentlemen, you can let me know. You can follow Believe in the Rockets on Twitter, or you can hit me up personally on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. But ladies and gentlemen, Kyrie Thomas reminds me of Patrick Beverly. No, he does not possess that tenacious defense that Patrick Beverly has, but this is a guy who proved and who is currently proving that he has what it takes to be a lockdown defender in the NBA. Let's go back to that game on Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, going into this game, I really thought for a second that we was going to watch Damian Litter score, let's say somewhere between 50 or 60 points. And it's because of the defense of Thomas that we did not get that from Damian Litter. And yes, I understand that Dame did end up having a, a pretty solid game. The guy did end up scoring 34 points in 36 minutes, shooting 6 for 11 from behind the arc, 11 from 20 from the field. And ladies and gentlemen, if you go back and take a look at that game, you will see how Dame actually had a very hard time trying to score and trying to get past the defense of Thomas. And yes, this is a guy who is currently averaging 20 points, shooting 51% from the field in his first three games as a member of the Houston Rockets. However, I am mostly impressed by his defense because, look, let's be honest, the Rockets have struggled with nearly every part of a basketball court this season. And just as much as they struggled on offense, they have also struggled on defense. And I do believe if given the opportunity 
Thomas can actually be that lockdown defender that the Houston Rockets need. Maybe not starting, maybe not being a defensive anchor like a Patrick Beverly, but he is someone who can come off the bench and help improve the Rockets defense. And speaking of the things that he can do on the defensive side of the ball, in the midst of his second game as a member of the Houston Rockets in a loss against the Utah Jazz, another game, by the way, because of these three players that I'm talking about, KJ Martin, Kyrie Thomas, and Armani Brooks, is part of the reason why the Rockets nearly pulled off another comeback victory. In that game, yes, the Rockets did end up losing 124-116, but Thomas scored a career-high 27 points, and it also just so happens to be his birthday, while recording five steals. So, just like I mentioned, I don't see a situation where he's going to become the Rockets' defensive anchor, but moving forward, just looking at what this organization needs, he can actually fulfill that perimeter defensive guy that the Rockets are going to need in hopes of rebuilding this organization. Now, of course, the next guy that I want to highlight is Kenya Martin Jr. And look, out of the three guys that I'm talking about today, Kenya Martin has already established himself and solidified himself as someone the Rockets can actually use as a foundational piece for their rebuild. And I'm pretty sure barring any kind of blockbuster trade where he might be i can see kenya martin jr being a part of this rockets organization for at least the next two years however with that being said this is a guy who has earned the right to have that title and one of the things that i am enjoying the most when looking at the rockets this season is the progression of these young guys because if we all go back and take a look at the first game from Amani Brooks, you can see growth there. Go back and take a look at the first game of Kevin Porter Jr. You can see growth there. Christian Wood, the same thing to a certain extent. I think Christian Wood, we saw great talent in him from day one. However, I think the one player, the one young player who has made the most significant growth is Kenya Martin Jr. Go back and take a look at the games that he played for the Rockets prior to the G League bubble. He was playing like a rookie, and the only thing it seemed like that he was good for was putting people on a highlight every single night due to his high-flying dunking. And by the way, this guy looks so much like his daddy when he's dunking. However, what I will say, I know he did not get from his daddy, who was an all-star player and one of the players that I did like growing up watching, Kenya Martin Sr., shout out to him, but... What I love most about KJ's development over these last couple of weeks has been his improved jump shot. This is a guy who seemed like for the life of him, he could not make a three-point shot for nothing. And now, over the last four games, he is shooting 60% from deep, averaging 23 points and nine rebounds. And why is that important to me? Going back to what I said about Kevin Porter Jr. I think we all can agree that Porter has established himself along with Christian Wood as a significant foundational building block that this organization is going to use in order to get back to some sort of relevancy in the NBA. 
And we, and I think we all can agree that Kevin Porter Jr. has what it takes to be this all-star caliber guard. I mean, hell, the man scored 50 points and dished 10 assists. And what I love most about Kevin Porter Jr. is not his scoring, but his passing, his playmaking ability. And that is what also reminds me of James Harden the most. James Harden was at his best when he was paired with a lob threat, who was, of course, Clint Capella for the most part, and Dwight Howard, but we're going to stick with Capella on this. That was when James Harden was at the peak of his skill set here in the city of Houston. But I always wanted to see James Harden play with a guy who can not only be a lob threat, but someone who can also be a pick-and-pop threat doing pick-and-rolls. We never got the opportunity to see James Harden play with a guy who can be both a lob threat and a pick-and-pop threat. I mean, the closest he got was during those couple games that he played with Christian Wood, but at the end of the day, we all know after those first two, three games where the man went ballistic, um, you know he had that game where he had, what, 44-17 and 17 during the season opener in Portland? Nine times out of ten, he just played like that just to build up his trade value before he, let's face it, quit on the Houston Rockets. He never played with a guy who can be both in one. And the Rockets actually have the opportunity to pair Kevin Porter Jr., a guy who, if he continues to develop, I think, and, and I know this might be a bold statement, but I think he can be as great of a playmaker that he is a scorer. And just like I mentioned with the Armani Brooks situation, you have to pair Kevin Porter Jr. with shooters. K.J. Martin is developing into an additional shooter. <laughs> and not only is he developing into an additional shooter for the Rockets, he is also and has always been a lob threat for the ball handler. So now you're looking at a situation where you could sit here and say that Kevin Porter Jr. going into next season, he's going to have not one lob threat and pick and pop threat, but he's going to have two. The way things are looking right now, it seems like K.J. Martin might be a better three-point shooter than Christian Wood. K.J. has played phenomenal over these last six games, and yes, once again, I understand that they are on a six-game losing streak, but majority of the reason why they're on a six-game losing streak is because, one, just like everything throughout this season, the injuries have really demolished and hurt this team and two, they don't really have a guy who can protect the basket. And going back to the game against the Utah Jazz and going back to the game against the Portland Trailblazers, a lot of times these teams, especially in those two games, a lot of times they were able to build their lead back up to the 10 and 13 and 14, 15 point leads. It wasn't off of three pointers. It was about attacking the basket. Because with Christian Wood out, K.J. Martin on the bench and Kelly Olynyk being forced out to guard somebody on the perimeter, the Rockets does not and did not have anyone who could protect the paint. There was a lot of nights where teams were able to rebuild their lead back up on these young Rockets by just driving to the lane for an easy layup or a dunk. Go back and take a look at these six games, especially the last three and four. K.J. Martin's development is night and day. Once again, this looks like a guy who looked like he was only good for jumping out the gym. We all know about his track record of blocking seven-footers. 
But now his development, his progression on the offensive side of the ball, becoming that pick-and-pop threat that he's going to become, is phenomenal. And the best part about K.J. Martin, Kyrie Thomas, Armani Brooks, not only am I seeing progression from these players, but I'm also seeing something, a main ingredient that I was hoping the Rockets established before this season came to an end. And that's chemistry. These guys are going out there fighting every single night. And you can see the chemistry developing between them. This roster is going to look fairly different <laughs> when the NBA season kicks off in October. Hopefully, the Rockets can keep their top four protected pick. Hopefully, they do get an opportunity to draft K. Cunningham. You have to go through free agency. One day next week when the season is over, I'm going to tell you guys why I believe um, John Wall should not be a part of this organization no longer. Hopefully, they can find a trade partner for him. I'm going to save that topic for next week. Um, and, and that's nothing against John Wall, ladies and gentlemen. I am a big John Wall fan, and let me be the first one to say that I appreciate everything John Wall did for this organization and what was one of the worst seasons in franchise history, if not the worst. The man gave his all to the city of Houston until he ended his season with another injury. However, with that being said, when you take a look at the youth movement that the Houston Rockets are about to go on, that matter of fact that the Houston Rockets are currently on, I just don't think John Wall is a fit with this team no longer. But regardless of who is on this roster moving forward, I'm hoping that Kenyon Martin Jr., Kyrie Thomas, and Armani Brooks will still be a part of this organization next season. And with that being said, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done so, please Subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.